One, two. Is this thing on? A Chip Lafferty here, and I'm gonna be your special guest ring announcer for today's episode, because as you know, in your house is country. So, without further ado, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And today's topic, the history of In Your House. And don't forget, you can find our wrestling podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. Cuz. Sounds like you're holding back a laugh there, bud. And Craig. Hello. (laughs) Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, the history of In Your House. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Guys, why are we talking about In Your House? Well, um, In Your House is a very odd... It's a very odd, like, series of pay-per-views that debuted in 1995 in May. And um, I just... Really, the whole thing was, is WCW put pressure on WWF, right? So WCW in like 93, 94, Bischoff's big plan was to do several things with production and everything. But one of his big things was like, well, we should have like a pay-per-view more often than, you know, four times a year or whatever it was. So people are like, you're crazy. And he's like, no, I'm not. So basically what he did was he just started to, you know, Spring Stampede came from that in 1994. Um, But uh, the month before 1993, they did Battle Bowl on its own pay-per-view. Before that, they had done it only in Starcade. So they were WCW actually started the whole like let's do more pay-per-views per month will increase our revenue it just it's better for business let's do it. So WWF kind of resisted for a bit and uh they added in 93 they added King of the Ring but then they kind of laid off of that. And then so uh not laid off of King of the Ring but they laid off of adding any new pay-per-views. So in 1995 they finally caved and Vince came up with the whole concept of well, let's do let's increase our pay-per-views per month. However, the, the we'll start the series called In Your House and we'll make this really corny, ridiculous, like set of a front yard uh, is the is like the entrance ramp that they come from. Yeah. And <laughs> and I think the first in your house, they gave a fucking house away. Did they not? Like, I think it was. Yeah, I there was like a contest or something. I forget what it yeah, was. Yeah. So. They started that, and but they did it reduced at a reduced price. So it was, if the regular pay per view yeah. was thirty nine ninety nine, this one was only like twenty bucks or twenty four ninety nine or something like that, and it was only two hours long. So they debuted it, and I l- let me just start off this Honestly, whole episode oh, yeah. with I have a problem because in ninety five, first of all, the whole wrestling world was a fucking mess. Like 
WCW was just buying up old people and trying to put that on there and and having bad performances from old people, but they were hoping the name value would get you to watch. WWF was trying to shove Diesel down our fucking throats. But uh, this little known fact a lot of people don't know is I subtly, they, is that even a word? Like subtly? Yes. Um, So they tried to like slip country into us. I don't know how they ever came up. Did they do a study group or something in 1995 where they came up with the fact that, you know, a big base of our fans, they like country. So for a while, Saturday morning wrestling, wrestling superstars, wrestling superstars was like a country song like that they did. And in your house, the original theme song for in your house was a fucking country. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Which. Which. So, I got to get to the chorus, but like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, honestly, here we go. Yes. So. But superstars even though the layout wasn't the, the, even country, the, so it didn't make sense. So <laughs> the syndicated wrestling show that they put on every Saturday morning, Superstar Wrestling, they also turned that theme to country as well. I remember that vividly, and so I'm like, "What fucking yeah. study group? Like, did you know? Like, what? What tip? Worst wrestling like, ever. No, worst heavyweight champion it, in it, your it, house. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's almost like I want to break away from the NWA and the fans that love that, but at the same time, in your house, I have we got to reach to the country. I have an inkling that our core base is country fans. Like, yeah, no, exactly. nobody told you that. Like, there's no, I was I'm not a country past fan. Cow. I still stuck. I still watched wrestling in 95 ignorantly because it was awful. But like, I was a wrestling no, no, no. fan. So I'm going to exactly. still watch it. Somehow exactly. they thought I, the voice of my generation was country. So they were like, yeah, like they infected me in 95 with this country shit. So the, in your house makes me laugh because yeah, the whole thing that, theme song i just played was fucking the theme for like the first five in your houses and i'm like who said i like country for god's sakes like stop who it who signed That's up on like it pal? like vince That's vince had like to pal? listen to that and then say like oh yeah good i like it i, what I, study I, I, I know who, i know who, i know who told him it was jeff jarrett so it might have been. It might <laughs> you know have been. What? It Mike, was the yeah. chip lafferty's of the world oh, i like that professional wrestling it's just fucking awful. Like, it's just, it's so and weird. Buck, so bucks. that is the theme of In Your House. So let's kick Girl. off the In Your House episode with that shit, with this misguided, like, yeah, well, the majority of our fans are probably country, if I had to guess. No, why? Don't guess. Uh, don't do He was that. desperate. Yeah, he was like, trying to, like, well, maybe I, maybe I can get those fans back. Uh, yeah. If the world champion was country themed, if Diesel was like a country hick, I can understand him trying that, but like Diesel was not that. And that was your champion for all of 95 that you rammed down our throats, not efficiently. And so I don't understand why. Yeah, but so, well, Uncle you, Elmer had the, had the belt, I think in 95, 96, didn't he? <laughs> even you, then, like. You know, it was a meeting. They, they were struggling and he was like, oh, who can we reach out to? Well, yeah. Country folks always liked wrestling. There's a lot, a lot of people, people like country, right? Oh man, they love it. Tons of them. Tons of these fucks. So, like, I don't understand. So, the first in your house debuted. So, in in other words, like, so this is a series. So, they started with that whole thing of, like, it's only going to be two hours. It's going to be a reduced price. And that didn't last very long. I want to say in, like, 96, they stopped that. And they 
grew it up to three hours and they charged normal price because WCW actually was very successful at pushing that limit. So then Vince is like, yeah. fuck it. Like, but for the whole first year of 95, it was, it was all two hour pay-per-views. It was a reduced price. And, um, it was fucking shit for the first four years. It was or first four, excuse me, not four years. The first four pay-per-views, it was fucking garbage, mainly because diesel was their champion. It, shit on me, if you will, for saying that, but it was crap. And uh, yeah, I just want to I don't want to dwell on the first year so much because we got to cover the whole genre of In Your House. But the very first In Your House was held on May the 14th, 1995. And the main event was Diesel defending the world championship against Sid Vicious or Psycho Sid. And it, it was a shit match. I don't have to look at any ratings. It was a fucking garbage match. You loved and, it. Uh, and the only thing I do, I will start off the good. I might have loved it, Dave, in a bad way. Um, I love it, yes. The first one actually was known for Brett versus Hakushi. I, I, so I will start off with the positive is that fucking match was great. You know, well, Brett really, really had a bad match, to be honest, except for Bob back in WrestleMania 11. Um, but so Hakushi was a, a this Japanese star that WWF oh, had to yeah. bring in and they had to put their own, you know, because Japanese star had to be different and they had to be fucking stupid. So he had all these like fake tattoos all over, all over his body. His do you remember yeah. Hakushi, Craig? <laughs> yeah. We all do. I do. And I think I remember he was cool. And then you realize that the tattoos were kind of seemingly like, did they begin to fall off in the middle of the match? Or like it just didn't last yeah. to where they didn't look super real after like yeah. five minutes in his first match. Correct me and if I'm wrong. Ba- did he have it, a Raiden it, hat? Yes, he did. He looked yeah, like Raiden. Okay. Yes, right. you're correct. Right. And he shot lightning out of his ass. And okay, so, like, so. the big thing with Brett, though, the, the feud was dumb, but the match was good. Of he carried around a head of Brett. It's like a mannequin head That's with right. long hair. And he stole Bret Hart's sunglasses. Sunglasses, which you yeah. Do not he did. fucking yes. do. And he that. put the yeah. sunglasses on the mannequin. So when he'd come to the ring, he would hold the head of Bret Hart, which I think Th- Kathy those those are only set for 12 year old children. You can't yes. steal those. Give me my sunglasses Correct. back. Hoshi. So he carried Brett's uh, sunglasses on this fake mannequin head down. And that was the whole thing. However, on the first in your house, if, if first in your house, if I have to put a positive light on it, it was Hakushi versus Brett. That is worth going back and watching. Yes. But other than that, like, yeah, it got off to a shitty start for the first, like, couple of In Your Houses. No bueno. No good. Hakush. But let me let me say this. So the second In Your House, again, the concept was shitty. I think Craig on a past episode made fun of the, the entranceway. It was legitly a house. house the yep. front of a house. <laughs> And the wrestlers would walk that. out the front door and walk down the driveway yeah. and go to the ring. It was fucking beautiful. Like it was, it it's so like, it's they, so stupidly literal. <laughs> it's awesome. Like it's just they interact with it too. Like throw someone through windows like, and shit. And I, you know, shit. I love like, wrestling, and 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 I, you know, you can shit on Vince all you want, but there's a lot of times where he's like, these fans are really fucking dumb. Let's just make a fucking like, let's make the front of a house and have it's in your house. Get it? Duh. Like he just thinks we're so stupid. But, like, and it's just so great. True, it's but great. then like, unintentionally, I'm sure it was unintentionally. It ended up becoming, you know. A main main fucking staple, you know. At, at, later on, after uh, well, you know, after yes. they got rid of the in your house names, yeah. 
Let, of what it became. Well, they did. They, they made the in your house like subs. Like for the first couple yeah, of in exactly. your houses, You're it was right. like it was in your house one, zero in your house two, one. in your house three, and then they started naming it something different. Ground they didn't zero. start naming it something different until no, um, until in uh, Good Friends, Better Enemies in '96. Oh, where right. it was and Sean. Was I just want to point out that. It was called In Your House, but the set, they're actually going out of the house. So it was the complete backwards of actually what it was. They were That's leaving true. the front door. They it were going out of the house. <laughs> so it makes no fucking sense of why they Leaving your house. Hey, hey, hey. I might be overthinking it and being a bit too <laughs> too literal, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. Like the, if the arena inside was set up like a living room somehow, that would make sense. And they come in your house like that would, and they ring the doorbell. Damn, that would make totally sense. Friends, but instead enemies. it was like. We're leaving the house. Well, you know what's funny? But they could have given the house away every year. If they just did it in Detroit, they're only out like Look at the grounds. They're absolutely spectacular. You get the house. You get the screened-in pool. The spacious living quarters. All from the World Wrestling Federation and your local cable company. How about that? Somebody is going to actually win this beautiful home in Orlando. We have all of the entries right here. It's time to do That's it. That's true. They did it for the first in your house. It was in New York, actually. And so You don't, you don't like, give away a house in, like, South Orange County, California. Yeah, you, you give away a house in Detroit. In Hollywood. It's fine. Yeah. It's not going to hurt you. noteworthy, on the second in your house, which was July, July the 23rd, 95, actually, the main event was uh, Diesel and Sid, again, because why not have it a second time, Jesus, yeah, in a Lumberjack match, which is, which was equally more painful. Um, but on the undercard, Shawn Michaels defeated Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, that was a good match. And it was a great match. Yeah. And in this in this match, I, I do tell people, and I say what I want about Shawn Michaels, but I'm going to be dead honest. I saw him do this spot in here where Jeff Jarrett backdropped him over the top rope to yes. the floor. And this motherfucker landed. barely touched the top rope to guide himself, but landed on the fucking floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full on bump over the top rope. Like Ugh. Jeff Jarrett. Ba- so Jeff Jarrett got whipped in the corner. Michaels runs at him. He backdrops Michaels over the turnbuckle down to the floor. It was fucking insanity. And I even as a fan, I was like, I don't fucking know how he did that. Like, and I, I mean, obviously it was very controlled. You can't control the bump, the impact, well, the impact. I, but like I, it was fucking beautiful. It was uh, fucking amazing to watch. I do. I, I know how. I know how that works. It was magic. Everybody knows that. Well, no. All I'm all I'm saying is in the OWF. I I think it was Craig or Jess, I can't remember which. They threw me out of the ring, and I full on bumped with just one hand on the rope, right on the side. I don't saying, want to. I, burst I know exactly your bubble, how it feels. It didn't look and, anything like Shawn Michaels. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I, I think I I think I think it looked better because it was real. I'm just saying, and it it fucking hurt, but I'm so I'm still here today. I'm just saying. Double J around his hand. Look at this. Unbelievable! Wow, that is it. And unfortunately, I'm afraid that. And you got power driven on your head, and clear shit came out of your nose too. Yeah, a little sidetrack here. Thanks, Craigers. Yeah, what bump I saw this week in research, I don't know why I ran into it, was when Undertaker choke slammed Spike Dudley. Oh from inside God. the ring Flat out, yeah. outside <laughs> and he landed yeah. right on his back and like popped him. I think Spike Dudley, I it, it was doing research, I think for this week. And he Spike was like, that's the worst bump I ever took and the most pain I ever had, but it's just the most yeah. sickening, but like anything, like a backdrop, a suplex from inside out, like anything from that level where you're not touching and you have no give and you just, it's yeah. It was you're just going to, gonna, you're going to fall from like 10 feet plus. It's just God. the way it is. He yeah. totally did that you know on purpose fall, so he could right. save for later. You know, Vince, when I take all those bumps, my back, I lost my spine. I lost my spine. Lower back. 
So I want to fast forward to In Your House 5. Um, they still were not, it was still called In Your House. And uh, it was December 1995, December 17th. And uh, Bret Hart and the Bulldog wrestled oh. for the world title. Bret defended his title against the Bulldog. I, again, I've mentioned this on past episode. In my opinion, this was better this than their SummerSlam 92 match. It was fantastic. Oh my! Was I actually really wanted good. the Bulldog to win as a kid. You know, I'm not gonna lie. So already, like the concept was silly talk and like a, you know, shoving Diesel down my throat sucked really bad. Um, but uh, there was a lot of gems here. And then after fucking Diesel loses the title, thank God, uh, you know, Brett defends against the Bulldog here. Amazing match. So in your house at this point was still the two hour special, but like they were actually t- really trying to put effort. The first like three in your houses, I was like, do we really have to do this? It's like it's like Monday Night Raw I have to pay for. But like then after a while, they started kind of kicking it up and at least the main events would deliver um, something good for you. So. Let's go to the very first one that they changed. They did call it In Your House, but they would actually promote the subtitle. This one was April 28th, 1996, In Your House 7, Good Friends, Better Enemies, which was more of the theme. And they went away from the house. I believe they did. No, they didn't. Actually, I don't think they did. Um, It was Shawn Michaels uh, defending the WWF Championship against Diesel when he was pretty much on his way out to go to WCW in a... um, Heavyweight championship match, but it was no holds barred. And it was it was fucking great, actually. And those two guys, I don't like to compliment unless I have to. However, oh, it was no. good. They actually pulled the fake leg off uh, uh, Luna Vachon's dad. Um, and like, he had a fake <laughs> leg in the front row. It was Mad Dog Vachon. And he was sitting in the front row. And the whole pay-per-view, they kept talking about that he was in the front row. And I was like, fucking who cares? Like, I'm good. You can mention it once. It's great. But then at, he actually had a fake leg. For, I think he was diabetic. And so he lost his leg. And so Diesel goes out to the front row and pulls it off him and beats Sean with the prosthetic leg. This match was fucking insanity. Sean Michaels takes a bump from the apron into the table. And like, this is a very good match. It was really good. And it was just ironic. It was Diesel's match on the way out. This would be his last match until he left for WCW. Diesel going to the other side. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Look at this! What is it? That... That's Maurice Vachon! What's he doing with... With those... What? He's trying... Oh, my... What is... Oh, my God. Oh, my... Oh, no. I, I can't believe that! Maurice Vachon, who suffered an accident... And his career terminated in an automobile accident. Could you could you take this back and look at you know Sean's dad and like, hey, um, just want to we, we'd like to include you. Okay, how? Um, we want to we want to use your leg, and and you know what he probably said? I I, I would be honored. Oh, Mad just, Dog, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be honored oh, if yeah. you just he was use my all about it. use my fucking fake leg to be in your storyline. That'd be fucking awesome. I'm just awesome. Is that that is the? <laughs> it sounds so stupid when you say it out loud, but that is the wrestling world at this moment. Um, if it's okay with you, can we uh, can we take your leg and beat the shit out of Sean with it? Yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm on TV, right? That's that's I'm. I'm just saying like that. This hey, Mister Brisson, big fan. We were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, just here. You're diabetic, right? Uh, 
Did you lose anything? Have you lost anything yet? Is it true that you only have one life? Because <laughs> we have an idea. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I did. I didn't manage my blood sugar, and I lost my leg. Oh, oh, good. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, well, at minute 15, we're going we're gonna to punch you in the face, and... We're gonna Kevin, we're Zoom Kevin, because jeans aren't gonna work. Do you want to come here and gonna... ask him uh, permission, Kevin? And he just had to come in humbly and be like, "Sir, I, I, I career, can I pull your leg off and beat Sean with it if you don't mind?" Uh, about ten minutes. I, I would. I would be honored. Be be Do me fine. a favor. You, you got to twist and pull because if you just pull, it does have two screws on the side. You got to twist, pop it out. <laughs> If you just pull, you're going to create so much more damage for me. If you twist, I'm good. Twist. So <laughs> promise me you're going to twist. I don't know why you're giving everybody a southern accent. <laughs> it, it, all, it, all, it all comes down to a to a southern accent, Jeff. <laughs> it all comes look down at, to Tiger King. I'm the Tiger King. Right in the face. That's why did the country fucking uh, song for in your house? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what right. Wanted. He was trying to carry the theme on. That's Don't it's, take it's your it's big leg, beat you over the head in your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your house. Uh, Diesel gonna grab the leg, punch you in the face. I'm not gonna be in your house. <laughs> Backdrop over the top rope. Don't land on the floor. No. <laughs> right in your house. Truck, getting diabetes truck. Getting <laughs> <laughs> no, I got Ask permission to pull my leg in your house. In your house. In there. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so yeah, after that, so it's a great match. Besides the leg pull, which is fantastic, actually. Just, who thought of that shit? Like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna beat well, my fucking leg. Somebody did. Oh. It's probably Vince. I can't be scared. Uh, is that fucker really gonna be in the front mind? row? Pull his fucking leg off. He loves it. Like, I'm, 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 I'm crying. Yeah. I can't even see right now. How do you even I'm, approach I'm that subject? How do you even approach that subject? <laughs> Like, just imagine, like, um, hey, I, I, I uh, big fan. I just, I heard. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well I heard that to one of your big talents you, you, leaving for WWE. You lost your leg, right? And, yeah, and you're gonna have. <sighs> no, I mean him volunteering it, like, just. Hi, I'm gonna be in the front row. I'm the dad of Luna. You know me. I'm Mad Dog Vachon. Um, so like, I know that you guys are having a hardcore match, and I just felt that it would kick it up a notch if you guys rip my fake leg off me and, and beat Sean with it and Vince is like see that that's yes. that's more <laughs> that's, that's, that's more plausible you know what's even worse is if Vince is the one that came up with the ribs says do it anyway Mad Dog doesn't know and then he's do like anyway, bro, this is bitch. a celebration of you and then you, Mad Dog does not know it's happening and then he just gets his leg ripped off in the middle of yeah. the main event without which even knowing at all that it's happening and it's just one big rib on happened. Mad Dog Oh. It's gonna, it's gonna humiliate him, and I love when people don't know I'm gonna humiliate that. It's really fucking great. It's great. It totally was. Look at him struggle. Yeah. <laughs> He's only got one leg. He can't get his balance. What is he gonna do? Stand yeah. up? <laughs> Hop, you oh, dumb fuck! <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look at him! Look at him! Look at him scrambling around! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> But seriously, uh, I hope it's going to hell. That's <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, I've already accepted it. So, so after that, like they kept the, they kind of start, they did call it the inner house pay-per-views, but they would actually hype the secondary name. Uh, like another one was a, 
September of 96, Shawn Michaels defended his championship against Mankind uh, in your oh, house man. 10 Mind Games. Another fantastic match. Yes, like, this is awesome. I mean, it showed, I want to say it was Michael's book where Mankind came in and people just knew him as Cactus Jack and he was nut bar crazy. And he would take back bumps on concretes and shit. So, like, it was, you know, he gets brought in. Jim Ross really pushes to bring him in. Trust me, Mick is good. He's good for it or whatever. So, they kind of realized. So, Michael's never really had a contact. I want to say it was Michael's book, but I could be wrong. So, he talked about this match and the first time he had to sit down. And he just assumed, like, fucking, I'm going to go talk to this Mick Foley guy. He's going to want to light me on fire. He's going to want to fucking slam me on glass. Like, I I don't, this is not what I do. You know, it's not what it, and he talked to Mick Foley and he realized that, oh, He's a fucking genius. Like Mick Foley's really good. Mick Foley was like, yeah, let's do this. And let's do that. Let's do this angle. And let's do that. And I think psychologically, like if I'm like this and you're struggling to grab this, like it's going to be awesome because like, you know, and Michaels was like, oh my God, this guy is a really good pro wrestler. Like this guy really gets it. And I thought it was a very telling story because we all kind of knew that about Cactus Jack before. Yes, he did a lot of blood and gut shit or whatever, but there was always something safe about Cactus Jack. We talk about it in our Spring Stampede episode where Yes, he did. He hurt himself way more than he hurt anybody else. And his number one goal was to not hurt somebody else. But if he fell on his head, whatever it is, what it is. But like it, he just like Michael's really got it. Oh, God, this guy's good. And so like when he let his guard down, they both had an absolute classic match. And it's it's one of the ones I'll say again. It's absolutely worth watching. Go back and watch it. It's a great, great match. I mean, again, table work uh Mick Foley just being crazy in there him taking bumps on the concrete but he worked around Michaels like he knew what Michaels could do which was a lot because he's super talented so it was just they both really fed into each other really well it's it's great do any of you guys remember that match because it it's one of the ones that sticks out to me not just from Foley's career but just in general I remember watching it going holy shit like man this is really good very I good. think not only uh, Michael's book, but Foley's first book, um, Have a Nice Day, I think, I don't know whether it still stands, but I think this was his favorite match for the longest time and my maybe the best match Mankind ever had or his you personal favorite. That kind of sticks out to me. What's he going to do with the belt? I don't ever remember a WWF champion being in a match like this ever, ever. And that's a hell of a long time, ever. And there's no doubt that this is Mankind's type of a match. More so, I would suspect, than it has been Shawn Michaels, or we thought it was going to be Michaels, but Michaels has been competing much like we thought. It was, yeah, because before that, his longest favorite was versus Sting at uh, Bash of the Beach 92. And uh, they had like a hardcore match. And then he said that was his favorite match for a long time. And then when he had this match in 96, he actually called Sting and told him, I got to be honest with you. I love our match, but I found a new favorite. It was, a, and he said that Sting was happy for yeah, him. Yeah, he was bummed. Sting, yeah, you heard in his voice, he was like, oh, okay, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, yeah, yeah. it was kind of like sad. That sounds like, Sting doesn't that sound like that? Sting though? Just being a, just being a man about it. But like, come on. I mean. This, this this all goes back to God. We shit on Michaels all the time. We get so pissed be, about things that are possibly squandered. But this whole in your house moment just tells you Michaels. Michaels is a beast, man. He's probably what top. I almost say top five, maybe top seven. I mean, you know, we we shit on him all the time. We're so pissed about what Michaels did or didn't do. But then you hear about this and you see this match and you're like, man. Yeah, Jess, do you want to comment on that? Goddamn uh, genius. Sure. 
Yeah, sure. Fuck you, Dave. Uh, so the next thing is in your house, in your house 16 uh, was called Canadian Stampede. 16. Oh. July 6, 1997. I'm going to jump up. It was in Canada. And for those people who are like, what one was that one? It what was the famous zero? eight-man tag where the Hart Foundation took on uh, Steve Austin, Ken Shamrock, Goldust, and LOD in an eight-man tag. And uh, the whole thing about this one was this I'll match was team. really good. But at the same time, oh, yeah. uh, no, it was a 10-man tag. I'm sorry. There was a fuckload of people in this match. Uh, it was the Hart Foundation at the time, which was Bret Hart, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Owen Hart, the Bulldog, and Brian Pillman against Stone Cold, uh-huh. Ken Shamrock, Goldust, and both members of LOD. And this match was a very good match, but the crowd response, because they were in Canada. Oh, this my was God. right the after Brett. the Bret the Brett heel run where he was heel Fuck in the United man. States, but face everywhere else. The ovation for the Hard Foundation in this match, just the match is great, but the watch the entrances of the Hard Foundation. It is amazing. It's fantastic. July 6, 1997. Shawn Michaels had fucking nothing to do with this. Um, and uh, it was it was awesome. Like it was really, really awesome. Go back and watch this. I'm sure everyone here has remembers that moment or saw it. Uh, that entrance was goddamn. They would they announced the Heart Foundation one member at a time, and it yep. just got louder each fucking one, and then it culminated oh, yeah. with Brett. It was fucking awesome. It was great. Well, you're in Canada, so give it a break. Well, yes, that is true, but at the same time, it was the whole. <laughs> It was the whole bread is heel in the U.S. and use the face everywhere I, else. I, I get it. I'm I'm just giving you shit because you gave me shit about Michaels earlier. I just I, but you're misguided. That's all. I'm saying, <laughs> you're misguided. I, I, I'm not. I, I love them. I love them all, man. I just I do believe that we shit on Michaels more than we should. Well, maybe not. But to your point, when when the Heart Foundation goes to Canada, it's gonna you're not gonna have any kind of crowd participation anywhere else than you would in that environment. They instantly become the face where anywhere else across the globe, they are the heel. And I don't know if you can ever duplicate that ever again. Right. I agree. I agree. But I got to move on I, because I have to get I, this fucking over. Well, with. Hold on. I have to am get I this the, over with because, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, don't know. I was just gonna say, am I the only one that's a fan of in your house? Fatal four. No, you're not the only one. Uh, right. But that one is the buildup. The buildup. Yeah, that's I, when, did, I did. I'm tired of this that. bullshit. Bret Hart. When you push Vince well, on his I'll ass. I'll rewind and, back a little bit. You, you cry right. like a baby. February 4th, February 16th, 1997 was In Your House 13 Final Four. That Shawn Michaels is a bitch. And uh, so I'm glad actually you brought this up because I can parlay back to Dave's it's fucking bullshit. one of my favorites. About Shawn Michaels losing his dumb shit smile. And I, just, I want to make it clear I'm not a Michaels fan. I just try to give uh, credit where possible. You're Michael's it. apologist. I lost my smile. Thanks, Dave. Fucking true. So, so they had the fatal four-way match between Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker, and Vader, and it ought, you know, it had no business being Thanks that good because the the rules were stupid. You could pin the person or make them submit or throw them over the top rope, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my yeah. life. Uh, but some because you have four of the most talented motherfuckers on the planet in there, um, they made it work out, and Bret would win the title like back that night. And so, yeah, Cuz is right. Somebody get Austin out of here. Undertaker knocks Austin down, and there's a clothesline. Bret Hart did it. Bret Hart's a champion. Bret Hart's a champion. Bret Hart has done it. No. The Hitman. The Hitman. The Hitman. 
and so and I loved all the this, chaos. This was a result or after I do remember that Roy promo Rumble. with head, yep. they're putting down the steel cage and Bret Hart kind of yep. the first time this, this is man's bullshit. ever been shot when he pushed Vince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Stone yes. Cold on the Titan Wait, all you do is cry like a baby. And like all that. And then Bret Hart's like, you and know then, why your name is Stone Cold? Because your stones are so cold. And like, it was horrible. It was kind of cringeworthy, the stuff they said. And then Stone Cold's like, oh yeah. And then. No, but do you remember what Sid out. said? What Sid said coming down? Because there's a, there's a whole thing on the internet. Oh, of, like, Sid? Sid just fucking yeah, up. Fuck yeah. shit or something so like Brett, that. So Brett, no, yeah. Brett said the phrase. <laughs> you don't Everybody know. in the. Every every wrestler in the back knows. Everyone out here knows that oh, I'm the best shit. there is. The best there was supposed to be. Yeah. So Sid comes out oh, and he great. says, he, he says, I don't know shit. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I get what he was saying, but like when you know say it, you're shit, like, you're fucking. Yeah, why would you say that? And he just stops. Yeah. He was obviously weird. responding to Brett saying, I don't know that to be a fact, but instead, it just I, came don't out of, I don't know shit. Like. <laughs> down and I was like, well, oh. the man said it himself. No and, shit. and this is actually the build up. Um, I forget which which week it was, but this is actually yeah. So Sid is it was all dude, great. You know what? Sid so is yeah, best. my apologies. But, uh, I I, lo- I, lo- I love no, 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 Sid. Hold on, but but hold on, there there is a quote in one of the. I, I forgot which week it was, but where Stone Cold you know tells Gorilla, you call yourself a gorilla, but you're out here he hawing like a jackass. Yeah, the, Austin had all of his nuggets that he would insert oh, here. Fucking great. So. I'm going to jump back up because Sorry. I have to fucking I get this to. out of the way it's or I, it's going to fucking kill me. Yeah, ground ground zero, zero. Boom. Ground zero in your house. September the 7th, 1997 was the first match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And it was really good. Very good. Uh, Shawn Michaels escaped with the skin of his after. teeth. So for the next one, October oh, 5th, 1997 man. was bad blood in your house. It was the very first ever Hell, Hell in the Cell, Cell match. Yeah. And, uh, and who else? You know, there's been a lot of Hell in the Cell matches since then or whatever, but I would say... This is the best. Yeah, there's been a lot of good ones, but this match was fucking awesome. And for these two guys to get in there and kind of take this new concept to a different level, it's like they both knew what to do in it, right? Yep, exactly. It's a new structure they built. It was a Hell in the Cell. It was a massive cage that even covered the Bloody mats Shawn on Michaels. the outside of the ring. So you can go on the outside of the ring and still be in the cage. And so they'd never worked in it before. And these two guys, Taker and Michaels, worked in it like they'd been in there all their lives. Like it is an instant classic from the start. The debut of Kane happened at the end of it. And Michaels came out on top, bleeding like crazy, like barely escaping by the skin of his teeth. Uh, It's an instant classic, not just for in your house, but for any fucking wrestling match. Oh, yeah, for sure. The first ever Hell in the Cell took place at an in your house and it was fantastic. And both guys, they acted like they wrestled in a million, uh, you know, Hell in the Cells before, which this was the first. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. It's Paul Bear. It's Paul Bear. And that, that's got to be, that's got to be Kane. That's got to be. And then after Kane debuted, um, it's like, it's like, you think you know shit. You, I don't know shit. Sorry, Kane. <laughs> that was supposed yeah, to be Sid was drunk. So that that I mean, we've already covered so many great matches of the In Your House Legacy. Yeah, as dumb got- as the concept originally started in '95 with an actual house, like they they did pull away from it. I want to say the last house set was Canadian Stampede. It, yeah. Ground Zero, yeah, I, right. Ground Zero might have had it. But I want to say by the time they got to Bad Blood and stuff, they they started going away from. Yeah, that. it wasn't there. No um, yeah, so they started pulling away from the house set, but they still called it, you know, in your house. Yeah, but that yeah. was a secondary title. The next one was DX, which was the first 
pay-per-view that ever was just the name of someone, like the name of a group or the yeah. name of uh, someone. Um, and then they had, they started breakdown? like the No Way Out, uh, you know, In Your House, no Houston, way Texas. Breakdown. They, yeah, no way, no way Out came from In Your House. The first No Way Out was under the In Your House, uh, like, banner. But then No, no Way Out became its own pay-per-view after that, uh, shortly after. Yeah. A couple of years, I want to say. And Backlash, Backlash as well. And then, um, so... We 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 uh, talked about this in a uh, Unforgiven was another one. Yes, Unforgiven. That's another one. Uh, when when we did did it does it hold up? Uh, we did the uh, Undertaker versus Angle versus Rock, and I and I actually said that was one of my favorite triple threat matches. And I didn't mention there was in your house breakdown ninety eight. It was Shamrock versus The Rock versus Mankind in a Steel Cage. I highly recommend yes. people going back and watch that. Great match. That's yeah, one, that's one good one too. Because we talk about the triple threat matches, we said, "Oh, WWE didn't really do great." Tri-. That that triple threat match was amazing, and it was an in your house pay per view. It was breakdown, and it was, it was fucking amazing. So go back and watch that. Yeah, and then they kept they kept plowing on, and then uh, they did another. You know, in December thirteenth of ninety eight, they did Rock Bottom, which obviously oh, was yeah. of course tribute to the Rock, and then uh, the very last in your house. Uh, was February the 14th, 1999, which we will cover, uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, where Vince McMahon took on Stone Cold Steve Austin in a steel cage. And we cover that whole Uh, uh, pay-per-view. You know, the big show debuted and all that. So, I mean, I didn't want to... I want to open up the floor here. Yes. Um, You know, it's it's funny. Like I said, I really wanted to emphasize originally in 95 about how hokey it was with the country music and just the house set and all that stuff. Then it ended up kind of going to... Some of our fondest memories: Bad Blood, uh, the first time in Cell, you know, uh, I, d- you know, Unforgiven. A lot of pay per views that would just kind of stem from that. No Way Out was a February <clears throat> staple for all pay per views going forward. And here's, once they dropped in your I'll, house, it was just called No Way Out. Unforgiven. Here's, here's what I think. I mean, in your house, we we've all pretty much determined is it is a shitty concept. Yeah. Well, whoa, 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 bud. Not really. The talent of what's going on at the realm of in your house. Austin's a big part of that. But what I'm saying is like when when you have the amount of talent in the realm of in your house, it, in a really in a in a feat of desperation. This is this is Vince's mode of I'm desperate. I have to do something different. And you have the people, the mainstay of the WWE roster and that talent going, Well, we'll we'll make this happen. And you, and to Jess's point, you see all these people that are just like, "Wow, we're we're gonna make this work. We're gonna we're gonna have some amazing matches. Things that, quite frankly, you wouldn't think to talk about because the topic is in your house. But in your house is a main staple of why WWE came over the top. Not because of in your house in general, but because no. of the talent level, of what it happened, because ever. of the storyline, what the, what the, what the talent did. With that pay per view over several years, does that make sense? That's well, that's yeah. My take. No, it does. It does. And you had a lot of hard working men. Like that's why I brought up a, a breakdown in your house. Like I know people probably don't re- really remember it that much, but like as a kid, and honestly, like like I know, like I, I've mentioned before, Jess has showed me WrestleMania four. That's that's my first uh, memory as a kid of WrestleMania. That's the first WrestleMania I've ever seen. But in your house, man, like as a kid growing up, 
I, I remember shit like in your house. I remember all the matches. I remember, well, not all the matches, but I remember moments in matches. And, and that's why I bring up in your house breakdown, Shamrock versus Rock versus Mankind. I remember Mankind versus HBK. I remember Shawn Michaels versus Jeff Jarrett. I remember, you, you know, uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. A lot of great moments, actually. And honestly, we can literally do a in your house greatest moments episode, honestly. And, and that became a main staple, and obviously that that became the uh, you know all the B pay per views that we you know that we call nowadays B uh, pay per views. There's been a lot of great moments, a lot of great matches. Kane debut, uh, the the Hell in a Cell is in its own is a, it's a fucking moment. So yeah, in your house is you know that's it's it it's underrated if if you ask me. In your house, the concept and everything is underrated, even though Vince his whole uh, oh country ha ha. That shit was dumb, but 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 yeah, as far as great. the How moments and matches out, is underrated, like actually. Like, so yeah. great. And I'm glad, it's, like it's, like like we said, ECW. Like when I said when we did the history of ECW, I'm glad that opened it up because now we can do more ECW uh, ECW uh, themed pay per views. We can do more in your house pay per views, and, and and I love it. We can do more in your house uh, episodes, I should say, and that's what I love about it. Great memories, great matches, everything. Yeah, I, I remember I was pretty quick to dismiss in your house. In my mind, for some reason, I have just an image of like Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Henry O'Godwin in like the slot match. And for some <laughs> right. reason, that's yes. my memory yeah. of all in your houses. <laughs> but going down this list, just the era of like minimalism and they didn't have the budget for those huge sets, which came years later and the epic kind of monthly pay-per-views. This is what they had and they kind of had to get where get there. And this is like the little segue and the connection between those all those different pay-per-views that weren't the big four. But to go down this list and to... To see that like mankind's favorite matches in here, the epic uh, Michaels and Undertakers and Stone Colds, and it, it's where everyone kind of um, cut their teeth. The Attitude Era cut their teeth kind of during this era on their on their way to that um, that stage. So like I guess respect, shitty country music song aside and wacky set aside, there was some really really good stuff, pay per view quality in here. And I actually I also didn't realize. There, that's these pay per views. While they were two hours long, still a chunk of money back in ninety five, ninety six at twenty five bucks oh, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, fourteen to twenty. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, it's, it's funny because Cuz wanted to do this like, and he brought it up a couple months ago, and he's like, I just want to do an in your house thing, and I did the same thing. I was like, ah, fuck, I'll push that off a little bit. But then, like, I started thinking <laughs> about it. No, I, and I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, fuck, wait a second. Like, even the early ones, there's a couple really good, and then I started thinking, wait, when they changed their name. When the in your house became the secondary, like bad blood was still in your house, like, you know, all yeah. the way up until St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Holy shit. Like the hell in the cell fall, falls under this. The, you know, like the, you know, the DX pay-per-view falls under this. Yeah. The, like, and I was like, oh shit. Like the final, the fatal four fatal falls four. under this. Oh, I was like, oh my God. Like I didn't, uh, and then I didn't even touch on the buried alive shit that they did yeah. like a lot during <laughs> yeah. this period Take your with the in your houses. And so, yeah, it's like, wow. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's noteworthy for sure. As always, yeah, you, as Dave would say. You <laughs> could, you, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, take it away, cuz. As you always, demo, you yeah? can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and the YouTube there. And on Instagram, at OWP2019, Twitter, Podcast R. Dave, you want to take it away? Not, not really. You I don't to- know shit! <laughs> oh, sorry. Underscore podcast R at Twitter. Oh, God. Go ahead, Dave. Take it away. 
Hit us up on Instagram at OGB2019. You can click on Linktree. You can find all those there platforms that Cuz did such a great job. Uh, tell us where to go to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. This is Dave, Jess, Cuz, and Craig on the OWP signing off. Have a good one. Peace, my. <laughs> <laughs>